What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. How y'all doing out there? It's episode 56 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. How y'all doing? I'm doing okay. It's 5.30 in the morning. I actually drive driving to work today. My one day I got to work in the office. So I got up extra early so I can try to get this done. This podcast for the people. Get my thoughts on on the, on the, on the uh on the sound in the audio waves. <laughs> Plus I didn't I didn't give you one last week. I I, I actually did an interview. I I am going <clears> to <throat> the interview is so long that I decided to I'm just going to upload the interview and then release it on my uh my my feed so as an addition to this podcast so it's um i did an interview with a, a va whistleblower and uh he told me uh, he used to work in the va and they were talking about um uh there was a water problem with uh intake and uh how he was uh he reported it and it didn't go anywhere he ended up getting canned so I'm gonna let that I'm gonna let that go. I'm gonna let that ride by itself because it's like an hour and twenty minutes. It's crazy. My man kept talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. But uh, and it was a good interview. And uh, if you if you listen to it, uh, check it out. I really appreciate it. Uh, get some light on the situations that 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 affects our veterans. You know what I mean? And uh, and some of the 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 the. The, um, the status of the facilities in, in across the country in the VA in the VA hospitals, um, you know, it's 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 a sad it's a sad uh, little thing, you know what I mean? But I'll let y'all listen to that. Anyway, this let's get to the podcast. Um, man, it's been a wild week, especially in the political world, you know. Comey fired. Um, Comey dropping the <laughs> dropping memos, talking about Trump. Asked him, begged him not to to uh, fire Flynn. Um, you know, Comey had it coming. You know, and and for the life of me, I don't know why Trump didn't fire him straight from the gate. You know what I mean? That's what I would have done. I would have like I want a whole new everything. You know what I mean? A whole new cabinet and a whole new everything. You know what I mean? I wouldn't just I went with if you say Barack Obama was this, that and the third, I wouldn't have said, uh, let's see if I can work with some of his guys. You know what I'm saying? You have to if you're if you came out and said you're running against the establishment you're running against you want to drain the swamp you gotta drain the swamp as quickly as possible you can't just be like hey pick and choose you gotta just get everybody i'd have fired everybody you know what i'm saying and now um and it's funny that you know the left was saying oh they wanted comey fired because of hillary clinton you know what i mean he, him doing his investigation his email investigation uh and they thinking that cost them the election. Now, now they're like, "Hey, it was wrong to fire Comey." And I'm like, you know, and the media is just 
acting like this is a was a political firestorm. You know, in I'm sure most Americans actually I saw a poll that most Americans didn't care about it. You know, there was like maybe a third of the people that said he Comey was fired um uh wrongly or something like that. The rest of people did, either didn't care or agreed with it. You know, and uh <laughs> it's just sickening. I, like I'm tired of the mainstream media and I don't even watch it. You know, like I, 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 I'm like just sick of seeing the tweets and stuff like that. I don't know how y'all put, people put up with it. Um, they're like trying to instigate a uh, an impeachment. You know what I mean? They have they have people, uh, you know, the normies, if you will, thinking they're you know, Trump's about to get impeached. Hey, we're we're going to be saved and, and stuff like that. You know, I want to tell the normies, man. Hey, man, be careful what you ask for. You know what I mean? Be careful what you ask for, because if, he, if Trump gets impeached, that means <laughs> Mr. Pence shocking all Pence is going to be your president. And Pence is what the and that's Pence is like a you know an establishment Republican. He's not. I mean, he's not a you know an outsider or anything like that. He's the establishment. And if you had a problem with the Republican Party, then that's manifested uh, in, in, in incarnate, incarnate with uh, Mike Pence. I'm not saying Mike Pence is not a nice guy. I, I think I'll be fine with him, but uh, um, some of y'all <laughs> that are worried about a religious nut, uh, not, not, I don't want to say nut job, religious, uh, he takes his everything seriously. You know what I'm saying? Religious. Uh, I don't want to say fanatic, but let's just say uh, <laughs> there's memes going around uh, with Mike Pence and shock therapy. <laughs> so you guys can mess with Mike Pence if you want. I, I mean, it don't matter me. I'd rather, I think I'd rather have, uh, let's see what Trump can do, but you, you guys, y'all do what y'all got to do. But Comey, man, you know, he now he released the, I'm talking about the memo he released and now I don't know if he wrote it down. Well, I guess he wrote, apparently he wrote it down, uh, his conversation with Trump. And, you know, Trump saying, uh, why don't you take it easy on uh, Flynn? But I think we're missing the context of the, of the how Trump said it. Um, it. It's not like, did did Trump come out and say, hey, man, don't, don't investigate. Drop the investigation on Flynn. Just drop it. Just drop it. You know what I mean? And, and I'll take care of it. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm ordering you to drop it. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not obstruction of justice, man. I'm like people are just so anxious and want to grab on anything to get try to get Trump out of there. You know what I mean? They're not even listening to reason. And this is because the media has uh whipped up this his this anti Trump hysteria. You know what I mean? And, and and it's crazy. I'm like people just I mean I guess I want to say Americans are not the most intellectual people in the world. God damn it. <laughs> but my goodness, man, people are just being out of control with this stuff, man. It's not even, <laughs> it don't make no sense, man, that the people are acting out here acting like this, man. And, you know, 
you got Republicans and Democrats coming to the the podium and, and saying hey they're disappointed <laughs> and you got some Democrats talking about he should be impeached and saying this is this <laughs> I mean they, they don't got the votes first of all I don't know what I mean why would you be waste your time you know what I'm saying like it's it's, it's crazy man <laughs> It, it is absolutely crazy, man. I, I I don't know what to say, man. It's I'm just I don't know if y'all are tired of it. I have definitely have Russian fatigue and in, in uh, this media fatigue. You got to understand. Look how they're covering him more closely than they did Obama, and more. You know how Fox. Everybody was saying Fox News was against Obama, and they're they're on him at every turn and racist and everything. The whole media, everyone, even Fox at times against Trump. Just let that sink in. You know, just take Fox times every other network. And that's what we have here with Trump. And that's, isn't that something else? Also, let me get off that. We also had, well, into that, well, sort of into that you know, uh, this is the seven degrees. Of, what's that? What's that game? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon or something like that. <laughs> well, Seth Rich, you know, um, the same day the Comey, Comey memo news dropped. And this is where, you know, the, the, the media is like in cahoots with each other. You know what I mean? Because the Seth, Seth well, I think, I don't know if it was the anniversary of his death or not. I think it was, but. Seth Rich, you know, the guy, the D.C. staffer who uh, died in D.C. Um, they still haven't found anybody who did the crime. Um, his name got brought up because the WikiLeaks, um, there was a third party investigator. And the third party investigator said there's evidence that Seth Rich was emailing WikiLeaks. Now, this gives credence to the people that were saying that Seth Rich was the leaker. Like, there wasn't a hack, so to speak. There was a leak between uh, Seth Rich and leaked it to WikiLeaks, and that's how all those emails dropped. Like, there was no Russian. People were trying to say Russia gave all that stuff to WikiLeaks. Uh, And I don't think so. Most of the time, the stuff is an inside job. Especially with hackies, with hacking and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, people took that and ran with it. And rightfully so. Because the conspiracy theory is that (laughs) the DNC killed Seth Rich. You know what I'm saying? And uh, nobody has found out anything anything about it. Uh, There are people saying that the, the, the mayor, I mean not the mayor... The police chief has been told to everybody to stand down on on his uh, investigation. Like there was no body cams of uh, uh, videos released of uh, Seth Rich's uh, body. Like he was still alive apparently after he got shot. He died in the hospital. Um, nothing has been found out. And like I said, man, I, how you white? He <laughs> live in a posh. Uh, upscale neighborhood in D.C. walking home and you get killed. 
white guy in D.C. get killed and nobody finds out anything? Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is... No, man. No. They obviously killed him. Um, people have been killed for less, you know what I mean? But uh, leaking documents and stuff like that. Uh, they were really trying to get Hillary in the White House, and uh, <laughs> they failed. Um, and you know his family is acting even peculiar, which, which I find it amazing because they're they're out here saying they don't want to politicize his death and let the investigation go forward. It's been a year and they haven't found anything. There hasn't even been a murder sketch. You know what I mean? There, I think there was witnesses around the neighborhood said they saw blacked, um, blacked out cars surround him and shoot him. So, you take that for what it's worth. You know what I mean? Um, if I was the parents, I would be like, hey, I would welcome anything that would help find the killers of my son's death. But they're not saying that. They're just trying to keep it out of political and they're not even nobody's come forward. Um this is just like the opposite. They're not, there's like been no uh T V interviews or anything like that. They're they're all in seclusion, you know what I'm saying? Um which is the exact opposite you would think if somebody um if somebody's son got killed and you think it might be for nefarious reasons. You know what I'm saying? What do you think that he got killed for? How's the world world saying there's something funny with your your son's death and you're just saying, hey, um, let the police do their job. It's been a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they haven't found any leads now, they're never going to find anything. You see what I'm saying? Um, they're not. See, they could put his Seth Rich's parents could put political pressure by going out to the news, uh, being on TV. And has anyone seen them? Any? I, I had to go online and see what they look like. You see what I'm saying? I don't, I don't even want to assume anything, but I think they might have been told to keep quiet. You know what I'm saying? That's scary. You know what I mean? If you gotta understand, you gotta learn how. Well, Seth did did what he had to do. I don't know if he was a. I guess he was a Bernieite, <laughs> and he was trying to. Uh, he was a true believer in Bernie, I guess. You know what I mean? He, he died for what he believed in. I mean, it's obviously, um, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy. On to the next uh, Russia, Trump, intelligence. <laughs> this has also happened this week, last couple days. You know, there's so much stuff been happening, you know what I mean? Like, so the, I, the Comey memo came out to, to, to push out, I believe, the, the Seth Rich, because Seth Rich was trending on Twitter. Um, they're trying to bury that investigation. Um, but now... Also, during this time period, Trump met with Sergei Lavrov, I guess the the Russian, I don't know if he's the foreign minister or, or what. Um, let me, hold on, let me see something. 
yeah, he's this the Russian foreign minister. Um, um, Trump met with him the other day, and some intelligence was shared. What intelligence, you ask, Uncle Hotel? <laughs> well, I guess remember back uh, when they had those airline scares and the. Uh, they had they wanted to ban all electronics coming from certain places like laptops and whatnot. Um, allegedly, that was a um, intelligence from a third. Well, I'll get to it from a third country, and Trump shared that with Sergey Lavrov. But this this is stuff that's already happened. So I don't know if all this stuff is past tense. So I don't know why this caused quite a stir because um, the media came out and said that Trump was sharing intelligence with our adversary. And like, how are we adversaries with Russia? I thought like I thought Russia and the United States were banding together to try to take down ISIS. We're supposed to be working together to take down ISIS. Like, what is with this adversary talk that the media is coming with? Then it, 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 it also morphed into, uh, it put our third country, or the, the country, and I'll name it later, the country that uh, gave the intelligence to the United States, it might put their assets in, in, in danger. Even though this stuff has already happened, so I don't know how they, they were in danger. So, and me immediately heard that. I was like, man, man, that was an Israeli asset and they're trying to cover up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, it, you know, it was crazy. I'm like, the media went crazy with this. I'm like, why is the media going crazy about this asset? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you, why would you be afraid to share intelligence with Russia concerning uh, ISIS? Unless you don't want Russia to bomb ISIS. You know what I'm saying? Um and I knew immediately, I was like, it's either Trump is trying to lay a trap because, you know, they were all in a room. The rush, I mean, Lavrov, uh, like Tillerson, uh, McMasters, Trump, and they, that's where they talked. So I don't know how a leak came out. Somebody leaked it to the press that that's what Trump was saying to the rush to Lavrov. So I don't know how somebody in that room, unless the room was bugged. You see what I'm saying? Um, then uh <laughs> so I immediately thought that uh it was either Trump was trying to lay a trap and try to find out who was leaking stuff in his office or it was the 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 leaker was Israel and they were putting pressure because they didn't want that asset to be uh to be revealed to Russia because um revealing that to Russia would mean Maybe Russia would pass on that information to Syria and Iran, and then Syria and Iran would know where to uh, where uh, some Israeli assets were in in the region, uh, especially in Syria, because you know uh, if you if you've been following the Syrian war, you know occasionally Israel bombs some Hezbollah uh, targets in Syria. You know what I'm saying? You know, they violate uh, Syrians' national, I mean, airspace. They bomb them and go back home. So they have some, obviously, some, um, some, they have some assets in the on the ground. You see what I'm saying? And that's probably why they were upset that Trump shared that with Russia because 
that that in turn that could give a give a leg up to Syria to Iran and Syria, especially concerning Israeli assets on the ground. And so I said that the, <coughs> the day of the, it happened. Now the next day, this story went on for a couple of days. And the next, they're still talking about, it, but the next day it was it revealed that Israel was the the the, the nation that gave. Uh, America that intelligence. I'm like, oh, what a surprise. And you got people acting surprised. And I mean, this coast could have... There's been stories about uh, Israeli assets being captured with ISIS. This has been happening in like a couple years. You know what I mean? Syrian girl just released a, a tweet saying that such... Uh, reposting a story, I think it was in 2015, that uh, an Israeli officer was uh, was captured in Iraq with ISIS, embedded in ISIS. So, <laughs> what's going on here? You know what I mean? That I've been saying this for a while. Um, I think they're using ISIS to uh, destabilize Syria. You know what I mean? Because if, if you look at it, um, you know, America is talking tough on Iran. And, uh, you know, in Iran, Israel are, are common enemies. Our enemies as well, rather. And, uh, you know, ISIS was fighting Hezbollah and Syria. So, I would stand a reason who's helping who. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't you... Like, I'm, I'm not... Uh, I'm not, uh, like, passing judgment on this, um... Yeah, I mean, through deception, thou shalt make war. You know, I mean, there's no rules in war. Um, now, if you have an objective, you're gonna get it done. Um, being an impartial uh, observer, um, what would you do? Would you help out ISIS so they can uh, help destroy your enemies, or would you destroy ISIS and then try to destroy your enemies? You know, what I'm saying it doesn't make sense to me. You would obviously help out ISIS to, to destroy your enemy, right? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> And then there was a uh, <laughs> there was a Times of Israel uh, article about a um, ISIS uh, attacked the IDF positions in the Golan Heights by accident, <laughs> and they apologized. <laughs> Yo, that was the funniest thing I ever heard, man. They apologized for attacking. Oh man, so. It's a messy situation. It's really, really messy. Uh, but I, I don't know what the hubbub was about because I think, unless that asset's still in play, I guess. I guess I assume it, the asset is still in play. Um, um, I mean, the asset's still in play, so I guess that's why they were the, this whole commotion was was uh, brought up about it. But it's just this is just getting out of control. Like, I'm about to de-plug from mainstream news for a minute. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. It, it's, it's, it's just wild. It really, it really, really is. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're dying for an impeachment. They're dying for this. They're dying for that. And uh, I don't know what to say. Miss USA. Karen McCullough. Uh, she just won the USA. She's uh, Miss from DC. Um, she's actually a, a chemist or scientist. Uh, she's pretty smart. Black woman. 
praise you, sister. <laughs> Congrats, sister. Um, you know, she won and she's she gave some controversial answers to some questions. You know, they when they run run those beauty pageants, they ask um they ask these women what they think about certain subjects and they asked her what she thought about feminism and they asked her about uh health care and she um uh, for health care she said uh health care is a privilege it's not a right <laughs> and for feminism she says she's not a feminist because she's not on that hate men kick and then she's an equalist and she just says men women can do anything they can uh is and they can be equal of men in the workplace which is two very rational answers if i say so myself i mean that's what it sounds like to me it's pretty fair you know but you know in the black community you can't and this is what i don't understand um because she didn't say anything like anything you can tie racially not like a racial a uh a racial aspect to a question, right? She said nothing of the sort. But yet, black America still called her a coon. <laughs> because she doesn't, because she's not on the victimhood status. I guess being a victim makes you black. Can you, uh, can you imagine people that you have to live in a, a, a culture and a community that loves being a victim like it's, they love to be in a victim so much, and they're brainwashed to be in a victim so much that you can't even answer and say healthcare is a privilege without being called a victim or being called a, a coon. You can't even say you don't agree with fem. You don't want to be called a feminist without being called a coon. Can you believe this shit? That's unbelievable. It really, really is. It's, <laughs> you know, I wrote an article on my Medium blog. Um, if you guys are listening, please check it out. My Medium page. Um, hold on. It's Medium Handy at Handy Mayhem. But uh, it got a few, got a few, uh, a few viewers and a few recommendations. But it's, 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 uh, it's crazy. It really, really is. You know, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I keep saying I don't know what to say when I'm making a podcast. That doesn't even sound right. <laughs> I just want to say I, I just I'm saying that because I'm I'm flummoxed. I'm, I'm like I'm baffled that I have to like that some of the stuff I talk about because I can't even believe the stuff is happening. You know what I mean? Like. It's 2017. Black people should be able to think how they ever they want to think, you know. But that's evidently that's not the case, and it's crazy. Oh man, hey, I'm telling you, it's tired. I'm like, it's it's early. Oh, dark thirty. I started. <laughs> and when you're in the military, the uh, Get you up for Reveille. I remember those brainwashing days. And he used to say he got up at oh dark thirty. That's early as hell for the normies. <laughs> oh man. Oh Mouse Jones, man. Listen. 
this Shine. I think it's Mal, at Mouse underscore Jones. You know what I mean? Uh, this guy, <laughs> you know, there, there's this grape time, Grapevine t TV YouTube channel. And their past episode, they did a, a Hotep episode, you know. And, you know, the normie blacks gave Hotep's hell on that show. And somebody had... Uh, Somebody had put a clip up of that show and of what Mouse was saying. And, you know, Mouse was trying to saying Hoteps ain't shit and Hoteps haven't done nothing. And, you know, he gave the spiel that, that black women and, and black gays are on the front lines fighting for cisgendered men when they get killed. And I don't understand, like, why you always, they always want to fight for black men when they get killed. No other time, any other time, black men ain't shit unless they're dead. <laughs> Um, so this shine, I, I made a video and told this shine about himself, you know what I mean? And he didn't take too kindly. And previously, and then, no, no, this is what he said. He's, and he said, it's still slap a hotep season. So when I see Handy Mayhem, I slap him. I made it, this all the, I made a YouTube video of this anyway. Check it out, my YouTube channel. So this guy want to slap me because I'm hotep. And I don't believe uh, what the the mainstream narrative they want blacks to believe. Um, this is the dangers, and just like I said with Kara McCullough, uh, if you don't believe in the group think, man, you you're an enemy of black people by other black people. Can you believe this? Sucker shit, man. You know, and, and the one thing I wanted to touch on what Mouse said. Um, he was saying that black women and black gays are out in leadership because black men are are had are in, are locked up or have warrants or you know what I mean or fucked up you know what I mean. This is that that's the problem, Mouse. Get off probation. Stop getting in trouble. Oh shit. Alarm. I don't even know how I got alarm, man. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're a problem, Mouse. Stop being a shine. Unbelievable. That you use the excuse that black men are, are you, we're incapable of staying out of trouble. And that's the reason black women have to lead because, um, Black men are on probation or in trouble or got warrants. Like, this is ridiculous. So anyway, Mouse Jones wants to slap me. So if, if, if you find out Uncle Hotep got slapped, you just <laughs> that's the reason. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to draw this episode to a close. Um, I'm going to take my black ass to work. Um, Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, check that interview out. I'm going to put that up today as well. Um, check me out on Twitter, Handy Mayhem, Uncle Hotep. And oh, yeah, Uncle Hotep is banned in Sweden. If y'all check it, you know, if y'all haven't checked it out, there's a, a register or uh, website that shows a list of Twitter users that are banned in Sweden. And I'm banned in Sweden. 
Can you believe that? Unbelievable. So if anybody's listening to this podcast in Sweden, close to Sweden, give them a shout out and tell them to unban me, man. I need some Swedish, <laughs> some Swedish fish. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's crazy. I'm just tell them sugars to unban me from Sweden. I'm literally hurt. I'm emotionally disturbed by that. <laughs> But anyway, I'm out of here. Um, like I said, follow me on Twitter, Handy Mayhem, Uncle Hotep. Uh, check my YouTube page out, Uncle Hotep. Um, and that's it. Oh, yeah, check that interview out. Uh, VA Whistleblower. All right, y'all. Peace.